You are now in the Cornwood Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Welcome to another edition of the Corn Roof Podcast. I am your host, Jared Kalem, alongside my psychic, Mr. Kevin. We have an interesting show today. We're just going to start off a little bit of a sad note, and then we've got just some overall comedy coming out of the National Football League. Also, Mike uh, Kev takes a shot at a top 10 wide receiver. I talk, go on a rant about Barstool employees and... Kev's got some good weird shit in sports, too. It's NFL-related. So we'll get rock and rolling here. Kev, sad note, um, our Diamondbacks uh, have a heavy heart today, and so is MLB World. Uh, Starling Marte, uh, the outfielder for the Diamondbacks' wife, passed away last night from a heart attack. He announced it this morning as well. Um, she was 37, or no, 30. She was in her 30s. 30? 30, I don't even know. But anyway, she passed away from a heart attack, so our thoughts and prayers go out to Sterling Marte. His family, the Dunbeck's family, everyone involved. It, it just, dude, it just sucks. Especially, like, right now, like, you know, there's starting to be some optimism. Well, baseball's coming back. The dude's about to start his first season with Arizona, and all this just went. It, 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 and, you know, losing a loved one is just awful. But, so, our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, the Marte family. Um, Kev, you ready to get rolling on some NFL news? Yeah. All right, so on a lighter note, Kev, we had a really stupid rule almost come up in from the NFL this weekend. Would you like to elaborate on what we heard? So the NFL, for those who don't know, the NFL has the Rooney Rule, which states for any head coach or GM opening, I believe, you have to interview a minority candidate. And the NFL wanted to expand that because there were a lot of there was a lot of talk this offseason about I think it was the Chiefs' offensive coordinator not getting interviewed for some jobs. So the NFL was looking to expand that and said. Hey, if you hire a minority GM or coach, we're going to give you a better draft pick. In the third round. Yes, but still, like. It's uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's so bad. And, and the worst part about all that is, is like, um, it shouldn't, people should be hired based on their merit. Now, is there any reason why the Chiefs OC should have got passed up for a bunch of jobs? No, he was a damn good candidate. Also, I think that he is probably buying his time because I don't know how much longer Big Red's going to want to coach. He's been in for, what, 20 years now? He finally got a Super Bowl. He's been Belichick's kryptonite, or at least he's always given Belichick fits. So I, I look at it like he's kind of done what he wants to do. So I think this, uh, I think he's waiting to buy his time. But, yeah, we had, like, what, two African-American coaches get fired last year. Ronnie Rivera just got hired, so there's a minority coach right there, but – I think still, it the NFL had the right idea, but the for once their execution was absolute crap here. Yeah, I forget what some of the other ones were, but they had some other better ideas that I'm gonna look to see if I can find them. But that made a lot more sense that they should have gone with, but instead they were like, "Hey, here's one idea we have that will just kind of, that took the forefront over the rest of it." Yeah. And, oh, here are the rules that I just found them. Uh, Mina Kimes tweeted them out. And one of them was, 
teams can no longer block assistant coaches from interviewing for coordinator positions elsewhere. And it require other talks are requiring multiple interviews of minority candidates and expand the Rooney rule to not just include GMs and head coaches, but also coordinators. Which I, I think those are all better ideas. Yeah. But because of this one dumb idea, that's what's taking the forefront of all this. Yeah. Because it was so bad. And the it just it was like and then, you know, they had the whole meme of Belichick hiring, like, a, a, tra- a transgender blackhead coach or GM just to get a higher draft pick. And that means been going on the Internet. I was crying. I'm like, dude, that's so bad. But it's so, like, if if you saw that headline, of, I would be like, Bill being Bill. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's good the NFL is talking about this stuff and looking at how to better represent minorities in front offices, in coaching staff. But I think this was kind of the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. It, it's just, it's a, it's a weird rule. And I, I was expect, you know, you, when you hear Joe about NFL rule, it's probably something on the field like some team like <clears throat> New Orleans was complaining about, or like in you know, the pass interference rule that's dead and gone. Thank God. I'm so happy that rule was eliminated. It, you say that's New Orleans. The Ravens and the Colts were doing that long before New Orleans was. What, calling for uh, pass interference calls? Not pass interference, but complaining until rules were changed. It's just that one call. That was so bla- – no, it was great. I just, you know, I love how the guy who basically is the reason that rule existed now is a nickel cornerback for the Eagles, which is hysterical to me. Yeah. But um, you know how now it's – you can barely touch a receiver? Mm-hmm. That's because of the Colts because – Back when Peyton was there, when they were going against, against the Patriots, you're like, nah, the Patriots' defense is too rough. Eh, they're hurting Marvin and Reggie. So the NFL made it soft. Because then they have, like, what? They had, like, Ty Law, and who else was their other cornerback? In the Ty day? Law, Rodney Harrison, Laura Malloy. Well, Rodney Harrison was just a man-killer, but... Yeah, it was mainly Rodney Harrison that made them change the rules, but... It's also because they were losing. I think, like, I mean, Mr. Dawkins, Mr. Reed probably had something to do with it, too. No, but it was the NFL's golden child, Peyton, complaining, and his coaching staff complaining. That doesn't surprise me either. Old Archie and the boys. All right, well, speaking of that, we got some funny stuff. Now we got got the comedy. Now, Kev, it's just been a weird offseason for the NFL in general. But the last, like, week and a half, dude, this is the only song I can think of right now for, like, what's going on in the NFL every time I see a headline. Dude, was it four NFL players have been arrested in the last seven days? <laughs> Not even last seven, last like five. What, 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 when did we get off air? We got off air what, like Thursday at like six thirty, seven thirty? We got Something off. Like that. Yeah, like and within an hour, we find out Quentin Dunbar and DeAndre Baker were arrested in armed robbery down in Florida, and DeAndre Baker could, finish, could face fifteen years in prison. Now. You know what, like, you know, armed robbery in itself, just why? But especially for a pro athlete, why? Okay, so there's more to this story. Okay. So allegedly what happened was they went to a party the night before, and they somehow lost, I don't know if they were gambling or got stolen, lost like $70,000 or some stuff I've read. So they went back to the same place the next night to get that money back. 
And hearing the... They both deny it happened, obviously. Yeah. But hearing the list of watches they stole was hysterical. It was like, oh, a $15,000 Rolex, a $20,000 Hermes watch, some other brand, and then a $600 fake. I, I just... It, I, I mean, like, call the cop. Like, if it's for gambling, man, you lost. Like, that's it. Like, you're done. But if it got, if it got jacked, call the cops. Like, you're a professional athlete. You got, like, especially DeAndre Baker. Quentin Dumbert, didn't he, didn't he get a contract extension? Uh, third year. Or he's going into his second year now with the Giants. I swear Dunbar has got an extension somewhere. Dunbar just signed with Seattle. And I think Baker might have just finished his rookie year. Yeah, so I was thinking thinking you're in in New York. Like, what? He was a first-round pick. Yeah, 20-something overall. He was the last one of the many Giants draft picks I laughed at. Yeah, he was 30th overall pick, so he's not hurting for money. Yeah, he's not. He's got a good contract, especially for, like, a corner. He's going to keep getting money. It's not like he's going to be out of the league in two years. He's not – wasn't great this year, but then again, I don't think even that giant secondary was. I just – it's just I, – I, the stupidity of it. Speaking of stupidity, another rookie got in trouble, Kev. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Ed Oliver got nailed for a DUI. What was it, Friday night, Thursday, Saturday night? Yeah, I think it was Saturday night. Yo, come on, guys. Like, Kev, what's the rule? If you can't, if I just go three or less, I'm not driving. I'm calling an Uber. Or I'm getting a ride. I'm not doing it. Because it, take it from a kid who's actually, you know, lost his license. You don't want to risk anything with the police. He did not lose it for a DUI. I lost it for um, being on my phone, texting this idiot, actually. Um yeah. Oh, he also got gun charges slapped on. Yeah, even better. No, Ed Oliver, not me, guys. Oh, Ed Oliver had an open beer between his legs, oh was terribly impaired after what? a field sobriety test. They did fi- they um this they found a pistol in his car, but ESP had felt the need to report no drugs were found. Of Thanks, ESP. Oh my god. Well, also, that would also bring into, like, league suspension and stuff with uh, – because if there were drugs found in the NFL, there were drug tests at them, and then, you know, we might have suspend, possible more suspension. So I, I get why they reported that because, like, every time somebody gets pulled for DUI, you got to make sure, like, all right, do they have, like, you know – like, Oh, goes on to say, the officer who administered the test noticed that Oliver may have been impaired by something other than alcohol. So – yeah, and and my, you just told me there was another one that happened the last couple hours. Uh, and the last couple hours is yesterday. Okay. Or two days ago. I think it was like Sunday. Uh, Cody Latimer facing gun charges after alleged poker game incident. Yo, what is with these guys in Ga- New York Giants and gambling, man? Like, dude, if you lose, you lose. So, so he was out in Colorado and... Allegedly got mad during a poker game and shot a son. Or not shot a son. I'm reading something about his son as well. Shot, like, his pistol into the air. Cops were called. 
and it's just a, a mess. There was a hearing. He said, Latimer, Latimer's attorney said that someone there sexually assaulted his four-year-old son, and that's why he fired the weapon. If that's why, if he was shooting his gun at that guy, if someone did that, fine. Annabelle's oh, totally, totally justified. I will sweep my hands of that one. Fire the giant to go, hey, you want another siding bonus? Buy all the guns you want. Yeah. But Legally, of course. <laughs> yeah, so, but if that's the case, this should be tossed out. But as of right now, Latimer's facing charges of assault in the second degree, menacing illegal discharge of a firearm, prohibited use of a weapons, and reckless endangerment. True. And yes. it, he's also saying that it occurred at the same time and location as the alleged sexual assault. Damn. So that one, that that's that was probably the most serious one out of all of them. The other ones were just like, come on, guys, don't be stupid. Because if, if Cody Latimer is actually like telling the truth, then like I have no problem with what he did, not whatsoever. Um, so Kev, you got some beef with Mike Thomas, huh? Oh, I hate Mike Thomas. He is the Kevin Durant of the NBA. I actually would agree with that. But before we get into this, I have a question for you. Okay. What's tougher, A, making a catch while guarded by Stephon Gilmore, or B, break up a pass while guarding Mike Thomas? Gilmore, because Gilmore's faster. Mike Thomas, if you're quicker than he is, honestly, you can break get to the ball quicker. Also, Drew Brees' arm is trash. <clears throat> I mean, it doesn't really have to be trash when – or it doesn't have to be good when you're just throwing a five-yard slant every time. True. But if you're a middle linebacker and you read that right, whoop, to the house. So that question is what started this whole thing because the NFL on Fox posted that. Devontae Parker said, A, you know, the wide receiver in Gilmore's division. Yeah, the wide receiver who was like had like a breakout season this year. <clears throat> and Michael Thomas responded. He said, for you, yeah, go put some numbers up. It wasn't – He had better numbers than Thomas did, at least touchdown-wise. He said – he also said he, how he – um, Thomas said how he lapped Parker. He's been Parker's been in the league longer, and he's a first rounder. He also had no quarterback for his first like two years. Yeah, and Mike Thomas is also calling him weak. You have nothing to do with it. it took you six years and seventeen weeks to have a good game. It it's just. It's awful. I hate Mike Thomas. I think he's a little bitch. He's a petty little bad. He fits perfectly in New Orleans. Yeah, and I like Drew Brees. Yeah, I don't mind Drew Brees. I, like I think he's a good dude, but I just hate Mike Thomas, and I'm so excited to watch. I can't wait till he sucks once Brees retires because he, he doesn't have anyone to throw him the ball. Yeah, oh, what are they going to have? Taysom Hill yeet the ball at him and it's five rounds over his head? <clears throat> I don't know. Taysom Hill might be able to throw those bubble screen slants and drags that Michael Basically Thomas throws you. You and me could hit with a good yeah, offense. Pretty line. much. I mean, I could probably hit the twenty yard corner route, but that's basically the and maybe a couple seams. But like, I have an okay arm. I do not have a elite. I do not have anything close to what these guys got. All right. Do you got some weird stuff for me? Yes, it's not NFL related. I found something better. Ooh. Can you guess? Who, what professional athlete has been arrested the most times 
Dennis Rodman. No, no. Um, no. I would think Pac-Man Jones, right? No. I'm not sure how many times he's been arrested, but I'm pretty sure this guy might have him beat. Now, this is from 2012. But, but, I don't anticipate Pac-Man Jones racking up this many arrests in the past eight years. With Charles Prewell? Number two on the list, number three on the list is Isaiah Ryder at 30. Yeah, okay. Stemming back coach. Number two is Mike Tyson at 36 plus. They're not sure the exact number. <laughs> Jesus. Number t- one John is Johnson? Fast not- Eddie Johnson. A <laughs> hundred plus because he doesn't know how many times. He played college ball at Auburn, played in the NBA for 10 seasons with the Hawks, played in two All-Star games, and then went to jail for, arrested twice in a two-week span in 1980 for possession of cocaine, driving while intoxicated, driving with a suspended license, and then Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> what the and fuck? he believes he's been arrested about a, more than 100 times on charges of... He's got like a Trevor Phillips of a rap sheet. Pretty much. He believes a hun- over 100 times on charges of burglary, battery, robbery, marijuana possession, possession of drug paraphernalia, resisting arrest, battery on a law enforcement officer, resisting or obstructing an officer without violence, and writing bad checks, among others. His He is in jail right now for life for sexual battery and sexual molestation. He says he didn't do anything wrong, although a guy who's been arrested 100 times... I'm not going to believe him. So, yeah, that's the story of Facity Johnson. Racking up, racking up GTA NBA style. All right, folks, it's going to be a shorter episode today. You know, it's, you know, we didn't even have an episode for the second half of last week. Hope, we, we thought we were going to stretch those uh, bad boys jokes a little more today, but uh, we'll have some fun stuff for you Thursday, especially because that's the live stream coming out. So, let's kick that uh, smooth jazz. Um, folks, it's the last call. And I was listening today, so I was on, like, TikTok or Instagram or something, and I saw something on Barstool about Suit Guy and Car Daddy. And for those of you who don't know, it's a podcast these two gorgeous girls ran on Barstool for, like, the last, what, Kev, year-ish? Um... Uh, my, I think about, I think they had two or three years on their contract, and I think they had 18 months left. Yeah, and they, to describe their style is they just say whatever about dating, relationships, whatever. And honestly, the one of the the one who's actually from Connecticut, I think she actually is from Connecticut. She didn't notice Noah Syndergaard for a while. Actually, she's Alex Cooper. I love that shit. She's hysterical. Her co-host Sophia Franklin and her decided to bail on Dave Portnoy. And I found out, Kev, because he he went on uh, their their stream or their um their podcast feed and released it out like just a rant through the podcast stream. He talked about how much they made off of like just you know off of downloads and stuff, like over five, almost half a mil each because yeah. of the bonuses they hit because they got paid seventy down each or no yeah and then like, I think both of them got a raise I think because Alex did all the audio editing respect. They didn't both get it, just Alex got it. Alex got it. 
And like Alex is the one who did all the audio editing, so one respect because you know I do the audio editing. It's Kev pulls his weight though in social, so. Also, it's I edited it when your laptop died. Yeah, for those three weeks, Kev, two weeks ish, Kev, Kev uh, saved my butt and edited it while my laptop was uh, that giant paperweight behind me. Um, but yeah, no, this is crazy to me because it's like then they, I guess they whole the whole thing they decided to shop it because I guess Sophia started dating some HBO exec. She's the sidekick, and the HB, they were trying to tell him to shop around, shop the name, or something stupid like that, and it turned into this whole big thing, and Portnoy basically offered them this ridiculous deal just to get content back in the air, because they were making a ton of money for him, and so he offered them this astronomical deal. Kev, if we got offered anything, even a fraction of this, we take it. Deal? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take... Dave, if, you're ever, if, you, if for some reason you're listening, I'll take a tenth of that at max for what you gave them and i will produce double the content i mean i'm not a perfect 10 with editing editing skills but i'm a i'm a soft seven with editing skills <laughs> and the best part about this is is that the 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 psychic sophia who is who's dating the hbo exec kept turning it down and alex went behind her to dave and was like yeah i'll come back and work for like a different percentage of the ownership of the the deal and <clears throat> so right now she offered them too what he offered them an ownership of the yeah that stuff. was that was the mo- that was the monster deal it was they offered 100 percent ownership of it so now so now alex came back at 75 percent, and she even said to dave i think i deserve the 75 percent. honestly the more and more i hear about the story the more and more i think she does too uh and so I guess they're going to bring Alex back and they might have Dave do call day with her. And they might have some other chick and they try to do it by herself. I don't know. But this just shows the world that me and Kevin have dived into now that we work at a sport, uh, a blog. I mean, we are small potatoes, but like it is, this is crazy stuff. You missed one, one part of that. Yes. <laughs> so when, um, Sophia and her boyfriend started shopping this. Barstool came out and said, you can't do that. We own Call Her Daddy. So everyone who was interested in buying it backed out because they couldn't get the name Call Her Daddy. Yeah. And then so, did they try did, – yeah, that, didn't they try to do like some stupid-ass name as like a, a different – it was like Free the Fathers or some BS? Free Fathers or something, I think. I don't know. But like <clears throat> I guess this is a lesson, folks. Don't screw with Portnoy. <laughs> he just wins. Or just don't get greedy. Yeah, just don't get greedy. No, don't get greedy. Like, if, like, let's say me and Kev got a call, like, got a call, somebody discovered us, and I'm like, hey, we'll throw you, like, 50-something a year to just come to, come here to New York, Boston, LA, or whatever, and just record podcasts, like, once a day, and just do some random stuff around the office. Kev, I don't know about you, I'd take that within a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Yeah, same. Yeah. And then, you know, let's say after a year, we're huge, and we're actually making a lot of money, I'd renegotiate, but I would never be like... Yeah, I want half a million. I'd be like, can I get like, can I get like maybe 100 G's a year if that's possible with bonuses? If so, great. If not, I mean, I'll take less, but like, I just want cost of living expenses. What you'd have to do is you do a base salary and then yeah. you put in ridiculous. I, I, I know, I know. I'm just being like, I would, here's like the bare minimum I would take because like, what cracks me up is like, I work a $16 an hour job breaking myself every day as a mover before that i was a landscaper and before that i was a, a, a um an insurance salesman who made nothing so to me 
getting paid 50 a year for this is like a dream. Whereas, you know, these girls are demanding a, like almost a million dollars a year. And I'm like, you know, like Coward only makes like 15, right? And he's like the most popular sportscaster in the country. Skip makes like, like 10. Shan makes like nine. It's like, these guys don't make like ridiculous money at the big boy houses. I think well, like $15 million to talk about sports. Yeah, I mean, listen, but Cowherd's also been doing this for 20-something years. He's been top of the, he's been top of the food chain for, what, five, six? Yeah, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. Just yeah. putting it into perspective, like, like you became paid $50 million to talk about sports. Most NFL running backs don't get paid that a year. Yeah. You're getting paid more to tell a guy he sucks than the guy's actually getting paid. That's true in some cases, too. You know what the crazy thing is, like, so, um... Oh, sure, I love that uh, PMT, you know, um, Big Cat. I oh, know, part of my take with Big Cat and PMT. Um, PFT. PFT, sorry. Guy's got great hair. Um, so Big Cat, who's gonna, who lives in Connecticut too, shout out. Um, he apparently, Dave showed him the contract offer. And apparently Big Cat's like, wait, what the hell? We didn't get this shit. And they have like double the ratings that Call Her Daddy does. So it, it's crazy. This whole story is insane to me. And it also goes to show just don't be greedy and don't mess with Portnoy. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's I think that's what we should all learn. Look, look at the look at the guy whose shirt you're wearing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm wearing my clown Goodell shirt. Which I can I hope to God Dave live streams that. Uh, he probably won't be allowed to. Or, or, I mean, even if he says Roger, I just want to post one video with you. <laughs> Or maybe Dave's just a smart businessman. He's like, you know what? I want the NFL. I want to get in on the NFL now. Let's do this. So. Yeah. All right. So we're about 20, 26 minutes in. Uh, that's all I got today. Kevin, you got anything else? No. Quick episode today, folks. Don't worry. You'll get more of us th- at the end of the week. Thursday's always our big day anyway. Uh, we just wanted to get you guys back in the swing of things for sports this week. Um catch us prob yeah also look for to start we're gonna start adding more and more content to youtube and instagram and twitter as well as we're going forward as sports starts picking up because we got baseball starting in a few weeks nfl starting back up looks like it should be on schedule just without fans so there's some positivity on the horizon so i'm excited i know kev's excited but uh we'll catch you guys on thursday bye Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.